Well, hello there. It's another day. I'm Jim Harrington. And I am Bill Knight. I got the uh, the widgie wuzzies or whatever it's going on with uh, all my uh, knobs and widgets yeah, you have, in my uh, studio today. You have a ghost or a gremlin in your studio today. I mean, it's you woke gremlin, up. It's a gremlin. It's a gremlin. I don't have ghosts. Okay, Gremlins, so, yes. So you ghosts. woke up and your equipment was in disarray. And you you well, don't have any. You have your son, right? But he wouldn't be. Messing no, around he's... with your stuff. No, no, no. It's just like yeah. something went through here. But, you know, I mean, uh, maybe the window blew open and uh, the wind blew and then it shut itself. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the the bad thing was I that wasn't, you know, what, uh, you know, it was like my computers are all, you know, you know how sometimes all they the reset, settings they were off. All... Yeah, all yeah. the settings were off. I've yeah, had that happen to, to me too, Bill. I've had it where I think we've talked about this, where I've actually... Uh, gone to start the the system up and found that the system has already been turned on. And uh, how did that happen? So I don't know. All I can tell you, friends, is that if somebody is spying on on my stuff, they lead a very boring life. (laughs) My God, would he please do something exciting? (laughs) Anyway, a lot of things going on. Uh, You were talking about... A gentleman who listens to the show, who's liberal and uh, <laughs> and yeah, fact yeah, checking, contacted. Yeah, he contacted. Well, it's kind of a funny story because we were talking yesterday. You, you brought up the uh, the chicken ranch, mm-hmm. the you know the processing plant down in Texas. They had a big explosion. It caught fire. That yeah. is major front page news. That that is. I think news. it's called Feathercrest Farms in yeah in something Texas. like yep. that. Yeah. Well, now they specialize in fried chicken. But either way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but that's uh, not you take where this the disc jockey out of the studio. But but uh, yeah, yeah he was going. Yeah, you know those uh, closed food processing. That that's so, in, you know, incredulous. I I had to I had to fact check it, and I I was right. You know, there were page after page, and uh, you know, even uh, even uh, Snopes. You know, Rutger, yeah. Uh, well, no, he didn't say. He didn't say uh, Snopes is Reuters. All all the news was, uh, news agencies were saying that it's fake. Yeah, that right. these uh, these hundreds of plants are you know over a hundred plants. It's have, a coincidence, have, friends. Really, have, the, have the, fallen, fact, the fact that uh, over a hundred uh, food processing plants have uh, been destroyed in the past eighteen months. <laughs> Don't worry about it because well, it's a it's a coincidence. Yeah, yeah, but you know, he, you know, he said, "Well, that, that's fake news." Well, my friend, you didn't read the entire stories of the fact checkers. The fact checkers didn't say that nothing bad happened to over a hundred plants. They're, they were saying what we didn't say, uh, but he was reading between the lines, and there was no between the lines. Is that there's no proof to connect that the Biden administration had anything to do with it. And we never said that that it was the Biden administration. Yeah. So they were going the conspiracy route. Sorry there, but we didn't do that. But you did bring up an interesting point, Mm -hmm. you know, because you were trying to do all the legitimate news. And there was about two or three pages of all the fact checks. Now, when you fact check something liberal, you know, it's one sentence, two sentences. That's true. It's it's all fake. Now, Snopes is a very liberal fact-checking source big time that and nothing a republican says is true and they were going and and the fact check was um you know based on on that uh you know Bill, went, I, I was reading about snopes excuse me for interrupting but 
I was reading, we all think that Snopes is like this big room with uh, hundreds of people doing s- deep dives into information. No, I heard it's like three or four people. You know, it's not well, a big it's organization. It's owned by a lefty. Oh, it's yeah. owned by a lefty. But, you know, even they said that. But then I was reading on of other things they fact-checked. Now, do you remember, and ironically it was in the news, that because uh, Biden over the past weekend sat there and said, trying to get the military uh, veterans behind him. You know, oh, yeah. can you believe that he said that they're losers? And, uh, you know, oh, yeah, when he said that Trump was, was over in Normandy and made some comment at one of the cemeteries about uh, the, the people in the cemetery being losers, you know. Yeah, well, he said two different things. Well, A, we know that it's been proven he didn't say it. So Trump's right. did a fact check. Now, this is a liberal outlet that was laying out their thoughts of every detail about three pages of worth the investigation right of the investigation and at the end we cannot find any credible source or proof that trump ever said it so if you're reading this explanation and you are somebody who doesn't like trump you read a couple of paragraphs and it looks like they're proving that trump said it you know well and it's not yes the case at no, all because each each one went to the conclusion Somebody said that somebody said that somebody said, and then you have a guy with Trump that's going, yeah, I was there. He never said the damn thing. So you draw your own conclusion, reading everything that he didn't do it, and they're going, we can't find any credible proof, but they stopped at that. They didn't want to say that it was, you know, fake. They didn't want to say it was true. They just said, we couldn't find any credible source. Now, if the coin were flipped... Well, we couldn't find a credible source. It's fake, you know. Yeah. But either way, they sat there and uh, basically dotted the I's and crossed the T's. And, you know, that story is in the news again that Biden is on the campaign trail spouting out lies. Everything well, he, he talks he, well, about you know is what, a lie. You know what he oh, said? I can't close the border. I can't do anything. Yeah. Oh, shuffle off to Buffalo. Bye-bye. I, bedtime for Bond. He <laughs> said. Bedtime for Bonzo is bedtime for I, Biden. I haven't got the clip, but he said, and I'm pretty close to it, if I had the money and if I had the people, if I just had the money and the people, I could shut down that border. Friends, he said on the campaign tour, he said on the debate stage with Trump, he said many times that his goal was to open the border and welcome everybody in. Come on in. I think his term was surge the border. That's what he said. And, you know, those people down there were listening because if you've seen the border recently, it's 24-7 now, wall-to-wall people coming across that border. I mean, maybe not wall-to-wall for the entire length of the border, but in the key areas where it's easy for them to get across, they're coming across. And, I, I mean, you see these train loads of people. I saw one, one street, Bill, it looked like it was a, a shot showing like a mile of the street. And it was a wave of people. And they were all walking to the border. They're all coming here. Now, let me tell you about consequences, Bill. Mm-hmm. Consequences. Um, up in Chicago at O'Hare... And Midway, if you go mm. into the airports in Chicago, they've taken sections of the terminal and blocked them off to 
to uh, the public. You can't go into certain areas that you used to just walk into because what they're doing is they're putting in these um, curtained-off rooms for the illegals to sleep in. They're sleeping in the airport, in O'Hare, in Midway, uh, and and you are being told that you can't access them anymore. Also, uh, I also came across a story this morning that uh, they are allowing illegals to get on airplanes with absolutely no security check. Now, if you go to the airport, you still have to go early. You still have to wait in line. You still have to show them your driver's license. They scan it under the light to make sure it's real. Then you step through the uh, radar det- detector or, there or whatever it is, the x-ray or whatever, and you get zapped, and they they look at your shoes to make sure you have nothing in your shoes. They make your life uh, uncomfortable for at least a half an hour before you get into the airport. But if right. you're an illegal, if you're an illegal, you can walk around the whole thing and just enter. You don't have to. And when you get on the airplane, you know how when you look at your ticket, it says uh, uh, it says Bill Knight and it has your address and whatever. I mean, they know whose whose ticket this is. But when you're an illegal, it doesn't have that information. And you know what they're saying? They have a notice up saying um, the TSA is trying to verify the identifications of every non-U.S. citizen who doesn't have uh, an ID. That that's bull, friends. They they couldn't they couldn't find out who they were when they were greeted at the border by the border patrol. You think some guys at the airport at the TSA counter are going to be doing a some kind of deep dive into some illegal's identification, his background. That's not going to happen. By the time they get in, by the time they get anything on this guy, the trip will be over. You know, when you get on an airplane, friends, you're taking a risk now. And I like I like flying, but you don't know who's sitting across the aisle from you anymore. Absolutely not. Hell, you don't know who's uh, who's uh, going to be checking you in when you go to uh, security at a hospital. Uh, I know that because I had to take somebody to the emergency room. Oh yeah, on on Sunday, and you know the now the guard that was there was not in guard out 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 you know uh, clothing. They didn't they didn't have a gun a badge or anything like that. Wait a second, but he, they he wasn't wear wearing the, like the security outfit, Bill. No security uniform. No, no, they sure weren't. Uh, uh, but they were wearing their their headgear with the wrapped uh, Muslim uh, Islamic uh, garb. Yeah, and uh, they were doing everything. Now you can't judge a person by by their looks. Although, why weren't they like the person before them? Because I was there a long time. When you wait around, you wait around. You see the shift change. Person before had the uniform on and everything, and had the proper badge and everything. Uh, the person after did. Wait, this I person, got a question for you, Bill. If you're from Scotland, if your heritage is Scotland, and you walk into your security job, and you say, and by the way, these are guys who are wearing the headgear, right? I, mm-hmm. I, be, I believe they're not, they haven't got, and I'm not an expert by any stretch of the imagination, but I believe that there are different rules and regulations for, you know, the headgear for men and women. I could be mm-hmm. wrong, and again, I apologize if you're if you're a, a Muslim and you have the answer. 
I'd appreciate knowing this. But anyway, getting back to if you're from Scotland and uh, you, you you feel comfortable in a kilt, uh, can you say to your security boss, you know, I like your uniforms, but, uh, you know, I wear a kilt at home all the time. I'm Scottish, and uh, I want to wear a kilt at work, too. What do you think would happen? I'm just curious. Well, you'd t- they'd tell you what you could do with your kilt, but uh, <laughs> uh, get the kilt out of here. Uh, you know, that, that's what they would tell you. This guy, you know, he wasn't following the rules, you know, and he wants to know what you've got on you and wand you and check your phone and all yeah. of that stuff. It was interesting before his shift was over he came in and checked on a very serious face and not very friendly Mm -hmm. uh he wanted to know if anybody took a picture of him really why which you know prompted me to go maybe i ought to get a picture of this guy (laughs) you know and um but uh i just found the whole thing unsettling yeah unsettling and but then again, too, if the world wasn't what it is, I, I wouldn't be asking any questions. I mean, how crazy is the world? Uh, William, William Shatner, who's 92, is upset now because yeah. what is it, the uh, the European Union? Yeah, I heard you about know, this. If you yeah. ever watch the old Star Trek shows, even the, the newer ones, to boldly go where no man has gone before, eh, flag on the play. <laughs> you said man. Uh-oh. <laughs> can't, can't air those things anymore. They need to be re-edited, and they have to where where no one has gone before. No, no, they didn't say that on the TV show. No, no, they said where no man. But you know, they yeah, they were not they trying want to be changed. It was the it was the universal man, meaning at the you uh-huh. know there was a time when you said man, they weren't talking about like the gender. They were talking about the species. They were talking about men and women. Yeah, okay? uh, but you know. There are some fat heads in the world. By the way, I wanted to say something about that person who was fact-checking us. First of all, I applaud the fact that you were listening closely. Oh, they're listening. Closely so, enough. Hey, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you for fact-checking. Thank you for listening. But understand something. If you're a devout leftist, and it's almost like a religion, if you're a devout leftist, we don't demand that you agree with us. We don't. We don't require that you agree with us. As a matter of fact, if you don't agree with us, we understand if you don't listen. Hey, I mean, uh, I'm glad you have an opinion. Yeah. Just keep in mind, yours isn't the only opinion. Yes. And, and the fact of the matter is, if you've done your homework, trust me. Trust me, we've done our homework. We do it every day. Every single day we do hours worth of deep dive homework uh, to make sure that what we're talking about is legit. When we talked about those, those plants, those food processing plants, it's out there. If you yeah. can't find it, well, I'm sorry, sir. But the fact of the matter is, it's all true. It's hap- And you won't find it, by the way. If you're looking, I watch NBC Nightly News, and they never said a word about that. If you're watching that kind of, that kind of stuff, then you get what you pay for. You're not paying attention. Nowadays, mm-hmm. there are people manipulating the media, whether you like it or not. Whether you're left or right, there are people manipulating the media. To their benefit, not to our benefit. Why do you think programs like our program, Bill and, the, and my program, why do you think that we're, we're growing in success? Because people are looking to alternatives for the answer because they know they're not getting an honest answer from mainstream media anymore. Do we have the budgets? Nah. Do we have 
the network of, of correspondence? Nope. But we do have, thank God, we do have an Internet, and we can search around and find, find the truth. It's out there. Sometimes you have to really look in, you know, look for it, but it's, it's out there. And it's not like we're looking for our answer. It's not like we're looking to, it's not like we'll come to a conclusion and then we're trying to verify our conclusion. Many times we've looked for something and found out, eh, we were wrong. You know, this is not how it is. And we don't do it, you know. We don't talk about it because we find out that the, that the story is inaccurate. You know, but mm-hmm. we, with the stuff that we talk about every day, uh, like, the, again, that food, those food processing plants, they weren't little farms. These aren't like little mom-and-pop farms that you drive by in New Hampshire. Oh, isn't that pretty? I like that red barn, you know. And he, have, he has a cow. He has two cows. No, these are like massive industrial-sized complexes with building after building of, of uh, chicken coops and, and not like little chicken coops. I'm talking high-tech. Oh, no, these are big. Yeah, these yeah. were so when, you, when these things go up in smoke and there's no story about it on mainstream media, use your own head, you know? Think, you think. know who's in the news that I hate? Who? Who, Bill? Taylor Swift. Now, they were talking about yeah. her on The View, you know, because he, she dates the, the one guy for... Travis Kelsey. Yeah, the Travis Kansas Kelsey. City Chiefs, and, yeah. And she's a jerk, by the way, and I don't have a high opinion of her either, but... Um, Either way, you know, uh, is, is she going to be at the Super Bowl and all uh, of this stuff? You know, the, now I believe the, this whole relationship is a publicity stunt for no other reason. Yeah, and well, it's it's there for no other reason than to try. She's she's on a fame kick and everything. But the, you know, the the view is going. Oh, haven't you heard? She's going to do this and she's going to do that, and then she's going to go on the sta- national stage and 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 shout her endorsement. For Biden to a hundred million people, well, I actually never even thought of that. But thanks for the tip, you know, because sometimes if somebody says it or thinks about it, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. Why would you know? Why would you float that? But you know, I I Bill, do believe she's going to show her face at the Super Bowl. Some people say you know she's going on a European tr- uh, tour, like thirty-eight different stops in Europe. Uh, she starts in-, in October, and she will go all the way through next year and the following year. I know well, we this wouldn't have because- known about it, Bill, unless she had been at the at the playoff game, because they talked about it on the game. Oh, I understand. Yeah. She's going on a thirty-eight uh, thirty-eight stop uh, tour in Europe starting next month. Who knew? You know. Um, well, I didn't know except that, you know, I do stuff with SnubHub and, and things. But, you know, I see it and I'm going, oh, that one doesn't apply. Because, you know, she's a big name. And I look for it because yeah. I'm going, can you, you know, get traffic and make money with it? Well, you know, but. Bill, I don't uh, think that her endorsement is going to mean a heck of a lot. Look, it, someone said most of her fans are 15 years old and they can't vote anyway. Uh, but there are people, and I know this is a fact, who are between 15 and like 30 young women who uh, particularly who are fans and that's great but I I don't also I don't group all the women who like her into one party category. I think that there are a lot of women who think her music is great and she's a, a really good talent but maybe her political views uh, are a little askew, you know? You know, I was talking to somebody yesterday and I won't mention who but they were sitting there, you know, 
saying, well, didn't really get into her music. I do like some of her current songs, but she's an idiot. She's a wacko. And so, yeah, you know what? Uh, and she's popular right now, but, you know, is she going to be popular when she's 50? You know, I find it amazing. Or 60. Young people who look at her and, she, you know, she, 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 one of her great outfits on stage is uh, a, a, like a costume corset. I mean, that's that's what she wears. I mean, I'm not trying to sound, but it's a corset. You know what a corset is? It's a, it's a, you've seen it. It's been around for 150 years. Uh, but also, uh, before Taylor Swift uh, wore that, uh, Madonna wore it. Madonna wore a corset on stage. You know, it's it's like it's not new. Uh, she is a good performer. I I know as a fact that uh, you see that she fills up places like Gillette Stadium in Foxborough, Massachusetts. She fills up all these huge venues. What's interesting is when she started out 15 or 20 years ago, you know, she had a hard time. She was like a backup act, you know. She, she, she'd be hard-pressed to fill up uh, 300 people initially. And now you see them, these massive stadiums filled up. But, you know, the other thing is this. She does these incredible productions with graphics and screens and pyrotechnics and, and dancers. It, 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 is, it is not just her performing alone on stage. It is a massive, almost like a Broadway show, you know. So yeah. uh, it's not, it's not quite the same. Do I th- look? I, I think that she's talented. I think that this whole thing with uh, Travis Kelsey, uh, it's a, it's a distraction. Will it be something we're talking about in two or three weeks? I don't think so. Because you know what I'm afraid of, friends. I'm more concerned with, with what, what's going to happen this weekend on the border. Four, well, yeah, 400,000 plus truckers and people on the way to the border. Yep. A number that they didn't think. A half a million people. They didn't talk about it, Joe. They didn't talk about it. Nothing. No, they're converging at the border. Now, you know something's going to break out or something is going to be enticed. They're going to, and they'll probably try to tie this to January 6th. they'll, They'll blame Trump because Trump said, he said, like he said, hello, or he did a, a a shout out to the truckers who were heading to the border. Yeah, you know, I the, there's it's crazy, is what it is. Bill, it's really crazy. You have you have this weekend with the truckers, and like you say, I'm afraid that something is going to be staged down there. I'm afraid somebody is going to get hurt. I I pray to God that I'm wrong. But I do think that the scenario, we saw the same kind of scenario in uh, Washington on January 6th, where a lot of people showed up to show their support for President Trump, and it was taken over by uh, people who had uh, a bad plan, and they, they implemented it. I mean, I, I have a story coming up in a little while uh, about that bomber in Washington, D.C. Remember the one that... They, they found a bomb in front of the RNC, and they found a bomb in front of the DNC on the, uh, on the 6th, 5th and 6th of January. And uh, it was a big deal until it wasn't anymore. They kinda, and I'll talk about that in a second. But getting back to what's happening, Bill, uh, mm-hmm. Biden has said yesterday, I have a plan for Iran. We have a plan that we're going to implement, uh, and I'm not going to tell you what it is, essentially. You know, uh, 
and, and what people are saying is he does, he says he doesn't want to go to war with Iran, but he's going to slap them back for doing what they did to us with our uh, three service people who were killed in Jordan this week. Uh, How's he going to do that? Well, I haven't got a clue, Bill, because when you if you punch somebody and then let's say let's say you you don't punch him in their yard, you punch him on the street, right? Is that any mm-hmm. less of a punch? Does that are they going to say, well, okay, I'm not going to punch you back because you didn't punch me in my yard? Uh, I, I think yeah. I think that we have to worry about. And, and if we punch them back, will that be a signal to the people who are in this country? And I do believe we have terrorist uh, factions, probably Hezbollah, maybe Hamas in this country, maybe Iranian uh, operatives who are just waiting for something to happen. Will it trigger, will something this weekend at the border trigger the bad elements that have crossed our border to attack uh, our good country? And I think that that's where we're going. And if that happens, will that be an excuse for this administration to postpone the elections because we're under a military martial law? You know, things will change drastically. You know, the borders, you talked about the borders yesterday. If we're under martial law, We'll have a hard time going from Pennsylvania to New York, you know, and from New York to Connecticut, because you'll probably have to go through checkpoints. Do you know? Oh, I know. You know, um, I was reading a story earlier about, uh, you know, what Biden is going to do to, uh, to um, you know, handle. I just wonder what side of the, uh, the, the whose side the media is on, because. They're sitting there, they're doing an interview on ABC, uh, or they're talking about a story with an undisclosed source for, you know, they, they can't reveal who they are. Yeah. Talking about what Biden is going to do, his retaliation after the drone attack. And I'm like going, it's nice to know the news that there was a drone attack and our government is weighing all its options. And that's about as far as it should go. You shouldn't be spelling out where and what we may hit and what we are going to do, because that's a telegraphic of, of we're coming. They, but they'll never tell you who the source is. Uh, no. there, there was a time when I was a young man in the media where if you had a, a, a source and they didn't want to be identified, you didn't use the story. When Gaddafi did what he did, mm-hmm. Reagan didn't telegraph what he was going to do. We went in there and just blew the hell out of the place. And, you know, you if if they do something unannounced to you mm-hmm. and it requires retaliation that's what you do you don't go you don't you you, you don't soil it by going to the media or you don't have uh somebody in your in your in your hierarchy that goes oh yeah, boy, come on I over here i got a story for you yeah. i got a story you got some money i got a story yeah yeah you know, uh, we live in a crazy Messed up world. Well, that's but you know all of the all. How many of these uh, reliable sources? That's what they call it. Reliable Reliable sources sources. tell us. Reliable sources. Well, tell us who it is. Well, we can't tell you who it is. Well, who is it? Well, it's a guy in the mail room. You know. Uh, (laughs) I mean, it is amazing. We the and we're fed these stories all the time. You'll see them in the New York Times. You know, the, the old gray lady, right? You'll see stories. Informed sources tell us uh, an unknown source, a source that 
chooses to remain anonymous. All these different terms. But, you know, we don't know whether they're true or not. We don't know whether it's made up. Um, well, 90% of what I see in the news, the regular news, is all malarkey and BS. It's, 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 you can't believe, you got to, you've got to do the research. And unlike my, my dear friend there that, you know, did a half-assed job of researching. Oh, well, there it is. There it yeah, is. There yeah. it is. You didn't read any of the stories because you could pick any one of those that came up yeah. and read on and find out, oh, well, it, it did. It, they didn't even address the issue of those warehouses. They just addressed the Biden conspiracy thing. And that was not something that was part of our story. I can tell you that we not that we haven't talked about conspiracy, but we let you know, hey, this is conspiracy. Take yeah. it for what you will. We, we at least we qualify it. Well, you got to hope that uh, this weekend is a safe uh, weekend for those. How many people? 400,000, did you say? Over 400,000. So, and, wow. and look, what, what day of the week is it? Today's, uh, today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah, it's yeah. Wednesday. So this, you know, this, they started on the road, I guess, Sunday over the weekend or Monday. Yeah. So if it's a half million strong now or 400,000 strong, could be 800,000. It could be a million by the weekend. Now, is something bad going to happen? Probably, but it's not going to be them doing it. It's going to be because there's going to be some pushback that that um, is intentional. Well, and I'm I'm very concerned that we have cells. You know, and again, this goes not to uh, uh, something we're just making up. Uh, when you have Christopher Ray saying, "Well, uh, I spend a lot of nights with no sleep because of." these different cells that are in the country that we know of, they, they know they're here. That's the thing that's scary. They, they arrested yesterday at the border eight uh, men who were military age. They were all dressed in fatigues, and they were carrying military knapsacks. They weren't carrying, uh, uh, you know, a bag, or they weren't carrying luggage. It was a military... Uh, knapsack that you would see a soldier carry. Mm -hmm. What does that say? What's in the knapsack is what it's telling me, and I think yeah. I have a damn good idea. And like you said, no family with them. They're there on their... They're, they, they went off to war, and this is the foreign soil to them to where they're going to do their fighting. You know, we've talked in the past about how much uh, land the Chinese have purchased in this country. China. I don't mean the Chinese Americans. God bless them. They're Americans. But I'm talking about the Chinese government has purchased farms, major farms, all throughout the Midwest. I think they're one of the biggest owners of farms now. And, and coincidentally, a lot of these farms happen to be right next to military installations. But I'm sure that's just a coincidence. And who knew, right? But um, you wonder well, whether you wonder whether they've set up barracks on these farms. You know, these... These illegals who come across the border, a lot of them are Chinese. Yeah. A lot of them are Chinese. Are they going to a barracks? They have to be going. To, a lot of them disappear, Bill. The eight that I was telling you about yesterday that they found with the knapsacks, uh, that's just the eight they caught. How about the ones down the uh, down river a bit that, that might have snuck in and we don't know about them? Well, how about we find we map out where they have all the farmland by the bases? And we go in there looking for that uh, that lost on a train uh, ammonium nitrate 
because, oh, yeah, yeah, it's fertilizer for our crops and fertilizer. What did your friend say about that? Did he he fact check the ammonium nitrate? No, he didn't get to that one. You know, the ammonium nitrate, by the way, uh, there was an answer. They came back with a story uh, a couple of months later and said, well, we think that maybe there was a leak. In the uh, in the tank car that had the ammonium nitrate, and it leaked along the the tracks, and I said to my friend here, all you have to do is get uh, you know some some scientist to walk the track and do some tests along the way to see whether they find any residue of ammonium nitrate, and you'll find out whether you had a leak or not, or but- get uh, get Wiley Coyote because. Uh- this sounds like uh, another, you know, Roadrunner episode yeah. with the Acme uh, bomb company. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, there goes the barrel on the train down the track leaking out the stuff. And, you know, the but, you know, the Bill, Roadrunner lights the, the – and it blows up the coyote, you know. This is what this news story sounds like. It's comedic. You know, the simple fact is how many tons was it? You know, there's 60,000 pounds. It was 60,000 pounds? pounds, 30 tons. Yeah. 30 yeah, tons. 30, how, how do you carry – 30 tons of ammonium nitrate away and not get caught. Well, how, yeah, how do you get it on a train and, uh, and you know, all of a sudden, oh, who, who hitched up that boxcar? Because there's there's protocol. Procedure. You know what it says to me? I wonder whether it was ever even loaded into the train car. You wonder whether well, somebody... Well, no, that's so, another thing. You wonder it whether somebody just... into a truck. Somebody could have written off that it was loaded into a train car, into a tanker car, and the tanker car just... Travels down the track, and you know n- nobody even thinks to look inside. And when they look inside, it's all gone. My God, maybe it was never well, there. Well, I'm just saying. You, you brought up the, uh, the the story of the farms by bases, and if you know the stuff, it can be used for fertilizer, but it can also be used for bombs. Yes. And you know, if a foreign entity has bought up land by a lot of bases, it's not just to spy on them, but they might want to immobilize them. Some of the bases I know up in the uh, the Midwest, the upper states, they have barracks there where we fly the drone planes, and we don't fly them here in the United States. Those are command centers where somebody's sitting up in Nebraska flying a drone that could be in Syria. Yeah. You know, they, they, they use satellite links. You know, you take that out, you take out our drone capabilities, you can probably take out other capabilities, uh, all at the same time, and hardware. Well, you know, uh, uh, what we can be comfortable knowing is that uh, that our administration is protecting our skies on a daily yeah, basis, and nothing can possibly cross into our country without it being detected and uh, taken care of so that we're uh, constantly rest assured that the world is a safe place. No, no, no. Wait a second. I forgot. There was a balloon yeah, I yeah. was going to say, balloons, Wait, have, they penetrate our radar. Yeah, I mean... Sure they do. And what did, that, you know, what did our administration do? Well, we can't shoot it down over a populated area, so we'll let it cross the country at its own, at its own pace, taking up all this data, circling... By the way, I don't know that you're aware of this or not, but this balloon that was, quote, drifting across our country, when it got over a certain base... I guess the currents must have changed because it circled some of the bases before continuing on. Could they have taken a low-power plane and flown up to its altitude and threw out a line to hook it 
and drag it off to an area that was safe. Well, could there have been a, could there have been a, a small motor, uh, propelled motor on the uh, the basket, the gondola on these balloons, and could it have moved? the balloon in certain areas. You know, it doesn't well, take the balloon much. could maneuver, so yeah, it doesn't take much, but I'm yeah. just saying, oh, we can't shoot it down, we can't do this. Yeah, but you know, you could go up there and probably take it, snag it, and pull it to a place that was safe. I think, they'd right. be, I think they probably would have seen the airplane on radar and they would have said something, don't you think? I mean, mm-hmm. it would it would have been uh, uh, hard, harder to uh, explain that one away because it was low enough so people could see it. It was low enough so people on the ground could see it. And uh, people nowadays have telescopes and things like that in their backyard. And I'm sure they were watching these this balloon uh, journey across our country. By the way, it wasn't the only one. It wasn't the only no, balloon. That was the one we saw. That was the one we we actually caught. That thanks to a I think a news a news reporter out of uh, was it uh, Montana or someplace. He looked up and. What is that thing, you know, coming across the border? Uh, but we're not supposed to talk about that anymore because months have passed by, and that's an old story. It doesn't mean anything. By the way, we're not supposed to talk about Maui anymore. Remember Maui? Well, all those people disappeared, 2,000 people. Mm. But, you know, you're not supposed to talk about it anymore because the media has moved on, and it's an old story. And, yeah, it may have some truth to it, but, uh it's it's an old story. There are other things to distract you now. In the meantime, those people are still missing. Maui is still gone. You have, by the way, in that same general area, you have Mark Zuckerberg, one of the richest guys in the world, who is building a multi, multi, multi-million so, dollar uh, security bunker. Texas in- is looking to succeed. Or the, people want them to right. succeed. Uh People in Hawaii are mad. You know, native people from there, they're mad. Why is that? They're mad at our country because of how we've let them down. Oh, I think, I think they should be because we've walked away from, from Maui. You know, I mean, the fact of the could matter they, is. Could they get to the same boiling point of uh, Texas? Why not? Why not? Well, Bill, you know, this, this is what I'm, I'm worried about. Uh, you, there's a, there's a point where you push people so far, and then there's there's no more room to push them. You know, their their backs are against the wall. A lot of people are looking at this administration. Uh, we're not stupid out here. When Biden walks out to the press like he did yesterday and says, "I need more money. I need the people to secure the border." This is everybody who is paying attention knows that it was this clown who, with the, with the stroke of a pen, re- removed all of the security, changed all of the rules at the border. And we know that, for example, with Trump, 400,000 people crossed the border during his administration. We had 302,000 illegal immigrants uh, last month in December, I'm sorry, in December, uh, come across the border. Think about that. Biden has 302,000 people in the month of December come across illegally, and it's just the normal for him. You know, uh, Trump yeah. had the thing locked up pretty well. And uh, it, it's, it's yeah, frustrating. But, you know, the, and that's the question. You know, what's it going to take to undo all this mess? Is there an unraveling or 
unfortunately, are we going to have to embrace some of the bad that Joe has done and deal with it? There's yeah. a lot to fix. Yeah. You know, I, I saw him, you know, going around and he was really on the attack this past weekend, throwing the lies out about the, uh, the military, the thing that Trump never said. I think he was closer to saying and spewing his lies about, you know, uh, different, you know, his son and everything else. But then he was saying he's just trying to hide the fact that our economy is better than it ever was. Oh Here's a news God. story. They're saying that consumer confidence jumped to 114.8% in January. It's, it's up that much. You think it's up? I mean, they're talking about, uh, you know, uh, interest rates in uh, what? Uh, the Fed hit uh, a 23-year high. You had Janet Yellen. Remember yesterday, Janet Yellen said, uh, it's not our job at the Fed to lower the interest rates to make you feel good. I mean, they, no. she, she said, hey, it's not coming down, friends. It's going in one direction. That's up. Yeah. And who does she work for, really? Uh, she worked for the, the banks, the money people, or she does works she for work for Biden. us? She works for the yeah. administration. Yeah. She's not supposed to. She's supposed to be <laughs> independent. But, well, uh, but they want to jack up the rates, and this gave them the reason to jack up the rates. And uh, we're trying to tame inflation, but even after it's supposedly tame, if it's ever tame, you know, they're not going to, she's already said, the rates aren't going to come down. They're going to keep going up. And here we're at, at a 23-year high, and we're saying, or, you know, the, the administration and the media selling, ah, confidence is up 114.8%. Bull crap. Yeah. That is a load of crap. And I, I don't know anybody that feels secure. I don't know anybody that feels good about the economy. I don't know anybody that's, you know, isn't worried about tomorrow if it will ever even get here. I mean, even Joy Reid, as left as you can get, yes. dropped the <laughs> F bomb and said, you know, he's going to get us into a war. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm sure they came as a shock to the uh, the 10 or 15 people who watch MSNBC. But no, it's 12. Uh, is it really? Is it 12? No, they, no that's different. Yeah, but yeah. that that's a weighted 12. And uh, oh, people really? in the media, we go, oh, we know what weighting <laughs> is. Yeah. In other words, if you have a if you have a group that's so small, you make their number count for more. So <laughs> yeah, you weight it. Well, you know, uh, we have the border crisis. We have the crisis in the Middle East. We have uh, the crisis in China. You know, people forget that China's Bill told us yesterday they're they're gearing up for a conflict with us. We have the Russians who who are looking at us as the the number one uh, challenger to to their status in the world, and they're talking about the possibility. And they said this. They've said this in meetings that they have. Where they're walking towards a nuclear confrontation with America. But nobody over here talks about it because if you don't talk about it, it's not reality. You know, if it if it's if it isn't something we're talking about, then don't worry about it. You know, that's not true. Mm -hmm. Putin has said to his people that we're walking towards a nuclear confrontation, and they've also said they're not afraid to handle it should that be the the outcome. You know, they're they, not afraid to die. They will sit there and fire off the nukes and deal with the the aftermath, you know, and you know what, if you own a nuke, you've got to be ready to do that. Are we ready to do that? We own a lot of nukes. 
I mean, it's it's them, us, and China with all the nukes, and you don't need as many as all of us, you know, singly or or combined have. You know, I mentioned a couple of days ago uh, what Leon Trotsky, who was uh, the founder of the Red Army and uh, Stalin's arch rival, what he said one time. He said uh, words to the effect, "You may not be interested in war, but war." is interested in you, meaning as we sit around this country uh, doing our our life's work and going on with our business, uh, and we don't want to think about war. It's not something in our in our mind. We're not going to we don't want to go to war. We have uh, other more important things to be concerned with, like who's in the Super Bowl? This uh, in no, oh, it's going to be uh, Kansas City and San Francisco. Oh, I got to pick it. I mean, our lives are caught up in trivia this whole thing like you talked about in the beginning of the show about taylor swift it's a distraction keep them mm-hmm. distracted while the world is turning to doo-doo you know we're going to be concerned with is taylor swift going to throw her endorsement to trump or biden oh you know snoop snoop dog think about this snoop dog who had uh i think he had in the last election there was a video of him holding a gun to a a guy who was dressed in a Trump mask, and he pulls the trigger, and the sign drops out, a flag drops out, and says, bang. And that was Snoop Dogg, right? Now Snoop Dogg has thought more about it. Apparently somebody in his uh, in his uh, group there uh, who was in jail was uh, given a pardon under, under Trump when Trump was president. Now he thinks of Trump differently, and it's all good. They're buddies now, and, and he's going to throw his endorsement behind President Trump, but Mike, you know, but what Bill just said a minute ago, who cares? Really, the world is hanging by a tether. Okay, we're hanging by a string. We we are on the verge of annihilation as as a as a being as a species, and we're we're concerned with Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey, and Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Folks, come on. For Pete's well, sakes, know, we've got to be aware of what's really happening to us. If your vote hinges on what Snoop Dogg does or Taylor Swift or Madonna or Joy Reid or anybody on The View, then I'll just say it. You, you shouldn't be voting Oh, because then you don't have a clue as to what's going on in the world. You don't have a clue as to what you're voting about, and uh, you should stay home and uh you post know, Bill, post I, pictures I, of kittens I, and puppy dogs. I know what you're saying, and I I sort of understand why you say it. But I I remember back to when I was 21, and I was absolutely certain I'd come along at the right time because I had all the answers. And looking back, they were absolutely uh, all wrong. How old were you then? I was 21. When I was when I was all right. when I was 21, I I was. Uh, Voting for, I think, George McGovern at once. Can you? Oh boy! Oh well, no. But honestly, when you're when you're a young kid from New England and you're Democrat and you're not paying attention, but you you kind of like the look of McGovern. He he had a nice smile. He seemed you're, like a decent family the party man. Line. Yeah, you yeah. Were and I, the party I, line. I grew up in a Democratic family. Uh, it's just you vote for the Democrat, you know. Eugene McCarthy, of course. Of course, these people would have screwed up the world. Well, nobody can screw it up worse than Biden. As a matter of fact, uh, you remember what, what Obama is supposed to have said it, it, to some someone somewhere. I don't know, but he said, uh, "If you want something effed up, tell Joe to do it." 
or, or to the words to that effect. And he used that, you know, the actual F bomb and not, uh, you know, the, the, what I put there, he, I don't think he thinks that Joe is the smartest uh, or the sharpest tool in the shed, but uh, I think he figures that Joe is pliable and can be manipulated easily. And by the way, you know, we're hearing about all the stuff that Joe has done with China and how he sold them access. Don't think for a minute that people in Washington didn't know Joe was doing this, you know, and they let Joe do it because if you know that he's, he's breaking the law, you just let him, let him continue to break the law. The more he gets himself deeper and deeper, the more control we have over this guy. Well, you know, with all the stories that are going on, speaking of Joe, you, you don't hear anything about the, them going after Joe and uh, for, uh, you know, uh, Hunter Gate or anything about uh, any of that stuff. It's all just quiet hush-hush right now. Um, you, you're not hearing much about the Trump case. I know that there's a, there's a snag in that with Jack Smith and the fact that the Obama papers for, oh, what was it called? Uh, it was the um, some kind of committee thing that he did over Russia that uh, the, uh, the the Presidential Intelligence uh, something act, I think it was called the uh, Technology, uh, uh, whatever it was. You know, either way, it was yeah. an act that he did that, you know, Jack Smith is saying that Trump didn't have privy to those, you know, top secret papers. But well, he was, he was the by president. The, yeah, he was. And... It doesn't matter what it was because of something that was kicked in during the Obama administration that carries into the Trump administration kind of will blow up that whole thing altogether. So they're probably trying to figure out how to dance and move and throw other charges against him. We're not talking about Fanny. And, and uh, you see where her, her boyfriend, her, her, uh, her assistant he settled. Yeah, he settled out of court because he didn't want to have to have. Uh, it come out in court, court as to the he wouldn't explicit, have to testify. Yeah, he wouldn't have to have explicit details to, to, of their relationship. Uh, I, I guess Fanny would have uh, had to take the stand. They didn't want that, but that's still it's still going to happen at some point. Uh, someone is going to call these people in, if not for a court case, but for a hearing to find out what they were doing. Yeah, but they they want to bury it so they can come back and 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 get down to the real uh, meat and uh, potatoes here, and it's going after Trump because they are worried about Trump, and the Democrats are fearful not just of Trump, hey. but because Biden's in such a disarray. That if there's a third-party candidate, and we're not talking about Kennedy, but we're talking about another Democrat going, oh, we want to, their party is Bill, it's cracking. They the foundation's still have, cracking. They still have to deal with the misappropriation of funds with that uh, relationship because she mm -hmm. hired this guy and gave him a, a big salary. He didn't have the experience that she told everybody she had this guy. I don't even think this guy had ever tried to uh, try a case like this, but that's not important. I think they also vacationed together. Well, they did. And but, Bill, uh, as a matter of fact, the, the, the tickets, the air tickets and everything else, she didn't report that money. And she's not the only one, by the way. Uh, no. Representative Cori Bush, you've heard of her, part of the, I think she's part of the squad, Cori mm -hmm. Bush. Uh, she was very anti-police. She wanted to, uh, she wanted to defund the police. That was a big deal. She talked about it publicly everywhere she went. But then 
when push came to shove and she was asked about her security, she said, well, I have a right piece. I'm a, a, an advocate for certain things, and I have to protect myself in front of the public because I've had death threats. So if I spend a couple hundred thousand dollars or, or more on security, so be it. She said it, she bragged about it. What she didn't tell you, didn't tell us, was that the person in charge of her security is her husband. So she was paying essentially herself for mm-hmm. her security. Now she's yeah. uh, getting a little, uh, she's in a little trouble. Yeah, that's conflict of interest. Uh, now, if we had an elected uh, official, a politician, a congressperson mm-hmm. that uh, in a public speech swore their allegiance to another country and not to this country, would you have a problem with oh, that? Oh, big time. Absolutely. Uh, and if they sat there and said, as long as they're in Congress, don't worry, nothing bad will ever happen to that country. As long as I'm in country, I got in, in Congress, I got your back. Oh, I'd be very upset. Because yeah. she took an oath to this country. Omar. Yeah. Yeah, she, uh, and she was speaking in the native Samoan tongue and laughing at the United States, swearing her allegiance to uh, Somalia and saying as long as she is in Congress, you know, you know, nothing bad will happen to them. She's got their back. Yeah, she was talking about she swore How does she her have allegiance that power to, to say that. She swore her allegiance to her president. We thought, well, is that President Biden? <laughs> no. I did oh, Somalians no. elect her? Now that makes a you know a point because there was questions whether or not her election was stolen with stuffed mail ballots. So is she is she talking to her real constituents? But this is somebody, Bill, who has broken the law from the get-go. I mean, she came into this country because she married, I think she married her brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, she married a family member to pretend that she was, it was some screwed up way. And I'm not too far off. If if you're shocked when you hear, yeah, she, she did something like that. To get into the country, I mean, she, you see her now, and she wears her her turban, and she's looks like a, a dainty little woman. But she's she's done a lot of shady stuff, and for her to get up in front of her her constituents in in uh, Minnesota, who are essentially Somalis, and uh, talk about her homeland being Somalia, uh, and talking about her allegiance to the president, which is the Somalian president, not the U.S. president, and saying, like you said, Bill, don't worry, while I'm in Congress, I'll protect Somalia. Uh, she should step down. She, yeah, should, she, yeah. should, she should step down. Well, if she doesn't step down, we should just politely boot her out of there because that, I mean, yeah, she was elected in and she's in office, so I accept the fact that she was elected in. Whether it was, you know, legitimately or illegitimately, she's still in. She's been sworn in. But obviously, when she pledged her allegiance to Somalia, to me, she swore herself out of office. You know, because she doesn't, she's not, unless she's saying that those are the constituents that got her in there, she's not representing her people. Question. Um, Do you think that... They're trying to impeach Mayorkas. And my opinion, they may mm. have the votes in, in the House, which is great, but it's never going to get through the Senate. The Senate's not going to impeach him. 
So no. it's an exercise in futility. But people who are supportive of the impeachment process say it's not a matter of actually removing him. It's a matter of people who aren't paying attention to see all the damage that he's done and how responsible he is for that. But I, I, I truly believe he's just uh, an errand boy for the Biden administration. He's just carrying out the, the rules and regulations set forth by Joe and his constituents, his uh, group of uh, advisors, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, but do you think that also talking about impeaching Joe, We've got what ten months till the election. I don't think any of it's going to happen. Hey, but we don't. Is, is uh, that an exercise? Does it make us look smaller to try to impeach Joe between now and election time? We should have impeached him two years ago. Yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, we've got to focus on number one, uh, keeping the Trump train on the uh, rolling down the track, because. You know, everybody's coming on board, and yeah, we should. But the Democrats are going to do everything they can to derail that train. Yep. I think they they actually know in their hearts they're worried about uh, Biden. And so they're looking at replacing him. Is it Kamala? Is it somebody else? They, and then they're going to kick in their whole Democratic machine again. So I don't feel too confident about this. And who are they going to put in place? Getting back to what I said about uh, the border this weekend, if -hmm. there's some kind of a crisis situation, you know, if if there's some kind of a shootout or something like that, or if there's an attack somewhere, you know, this may sound all far-fetched, folks. It may sound ridiculous, but trust me, um, Bill and I have done this show. This is our third year, and some of the ridiculous conspiracy theories we've uh, suggested or talked about have become the truth, have become factual over the course of the two and a half years. So don't think that uh, this could happen. If this were to happen, uh, would they initiate martial law? Would they postpone the elections? How will that sit? Well, it's not going to sit well. I don't think uh, things are sitting as well as they, uh, they would like to think that they are. Um, I think the people are on to things and, you know, the Democrats are just worried about putting on the face that they're in control and they're in charge so they can push the win. And I'm not saying that they're going to get it legitimately or illegitimately, but, uh, you know, they got it in their minds that they got a win coming up and that's what they're going to do. And, you know, Republicans have to stay focused. The problem is, we don't have the House. I mean, what, we got one, one vote? One or two votes, yeah. Yeah, exactly. so we don't, and, and we're not united like they, we we don't walk lockstep like they do. Yeah. And I always find it, you know, funny where they sit there and they say, oh, these Republicans are smart and conspiracy, stuff like that. No, actually, the Democrats are the smart ones. You know, it's not that they're logical, but they are smart in the that they they put on a front, they walk lockstep together, right or wrong, they go down the same path altogether. Republicans are all over the place, you know, and we're not smart enough to put a, a conspiracy together. I'm sorry, but it's just not in the nature, not in the blood. It doesn't happen. doesn't mean that we don't have dirty politicians, too. But for the most part, when it comes to and that kind of thing. Unsuccessful uh, impeachments. I think make it look like the person you were trying to impeach is innocent. Think about if they don't impeach Mayorkas, if they file charges to impeach him, 
but they don't remove him because the Democrats don't vote to remove him. But that's not the point. The point is, if it ends up at the end of the game, Mayorkas is still standing. Isn't it that we've actually made him in the eyes of the the casual observer? We've made him look like a winner. Oh, mm-hmm. he didn't. He didn't get removed. Yeah, they tried well, to remove him, but it, he they didn't have the char- They didn't have the uh, stuff against him. They may have. Well, but. look at E. Jean Carroll. Now, she won $83 million. Oh, she won that. But they've kind of dropped that story because they realize something. Nobody believes her and believes the verdict. So she's actually, what she's done is helped Trump and his campaign. The yeah. numbers have gone Me- up. Megyn Kelly says uh, the best thing that happened to Trump for his election is the E. Jean Carroll ver- uh, verdict. Because, you know, they asked her on television, what are you going to do with this to help women? And she said, "Well, first thing I'm going to do is go shopping, and I'm going to I'm going to buy uh, you, uh, Rachel." She was talking to Rachel Maddow. Uh, what do you want? Do you want a penthouse? I'll get you a penthouse. I mean, she sounded like a child in a candy store. You know, she she yeah. is. And by the way, you, what you don't hear and what wasn't allowed to be introduced into this uh, court was that she has filed charges like this to against other people, not just yeah. Trump. You asked about Mayorkas, and then there was Lloyd, who was in yeah. you know, a dereliction of duty. Something would hit me strange over the weekend. What's and uh, Well, why was he in the hospital? You know the reason why. Right. Prostate cancer surgery? Right. Prostate yeah. cancer surgery. Prostate cancer and colon cancer are deadly cancers, are they not? Right. They are and for the he, most part, yeah. And he had like stage four or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he comes out. You know, over the weekend. Well, and th- this is only a few I weeks feel old. I feel much Yeah. No, he didn't say that. He said, I'm happy to report that I'm 100 cancer, 100% cancer free. I didn't hear now, that. I've had some. Yeah, really? well, he said that. And I'm going, well, now, wait a minute now. I, I've got some friends, a couple of conservative and a couple of Democrat ones that have had to deal with prostate colon cancer, ovarian cancer, and all of them got it eradicated, but not, you know, there's no such thing as 100%, and all of them had, you know, reoccurrences even worse. You know, how did he go to this? And he's, hey, I'm happy to say I'm 100% cancer-free. Is he lying again, or was he lying before? In other words, it brought everything up into question, but it goes back to irresponsibility, and he shouldn't have the title that he has. I wish you well, but it's time for you to go. Hey, uh, hear about the one Democrat that may have left the barn? The one, the one Democrat that may have left the barn uh, is John Fetterman. John Fetterman, oh, yeah. he's left the ranch, I think, because uh, his wife apparently... There's uh, trouble in paradise in the Fetterman house. Uh, John Fetterman's wife took down her social media platform that had right. pictures. And some people are saying she's living as a single person now. Uh, she's uh, angry at John because of his stance, uh, uh, his unwavering stance on his support of Israel and this war. He's, I guess she's an anti-Israel advocate and is against what's going on in the Middle East and and she's really upset that her husband uh, is taking the position he's taken. So, you know, and we've heard him talk. He doesn't even yeah. sound like the same guy anymore. He sounds 
Well, let me ask you a question. Well, this is interesting. Now that I, I said that, it doesn't sound like the same guy anymore. Who knows? Maybe it isn't. You know. Well, uh, let me let me just you know because I was thinking about that over the weekend too with John and how he sounds like a different guy, and we yeah. you know he's always kind of stuttered and mumbled and you know gone along. Sure. Could we have no, the John that we knew was the sick John? He was not really with it all along, and it finally got to a point to where poof, it blew up and. You know, the doctors got him back in his right mind and his right free thinking. And all of a sudden, you know, in his mind, he's going, it's all clear to him. It might have been clear before and muddled, but now it's clear, clear. And this is might be the real him. So you're saying that the, the stroke may have actually Im- improved his thinking. <laughs> well, mean- no, it corrected it because they got to the root of what, you know, you know, I'm a Democrat. I got a tumor. It's not, it's, uh, you know, he, he had a tumor or whatever it was, but either way, they corrected it. And now all the synapses and everything, they're all connecting and everything is firing off hey. fine. There's some I mean, pe- I don't know. There's some people who have said, and this is conspiracy theory, we should put a sounder, beep, 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 conspiracy theory. Yeah. Conspir- BS alert, yes. BS alert. But some yeah. people say that's not even the same guy. Some people will tell you that uh, the guy who had the stroke, he's he's not on the playing field anymore. He's been replaced by somebody who's a bit more articulate. You'll remember that when he uh, took the oath of office and then he literally was hospitalized for six or eight weeks and was off the well, playing maybe, field. Maybe, maybe he's in a bed on life support, and this is because we had even pointed out they had a picture of a guy, and yep. there was something different. His ears were that, different. Think, yeah. His nose was different. Uh, and, and now think about this. If you say that's ridiculous, might John Fetterman, the real John Fetterman's wife, find it difficult to be living in the same house as an imposter? I'm just saying, you know, well, it's like that movie with Sigourney Weaver and Klein, you know, where he yeah, was, the, it was Dave. The movie Dave, was Dave. Yeah. He was yeah, a, Dave. A, he was a double who looked exactly like the president, but he ended up being, a nicer guy than the, the real president, and he was doing better things for the people as yeah. president. And uh, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, uh, take a look at it. Dave with uh, Kevin Klein and Sigourney Weaver. Good movie. Um, yeah. My friend, uh, we've done it again, uh, another show. A uh, lot of talking, a lot of theories, a lot of things happening. We're going to have more tomorrow, trust me, friends, because it, we end our program and we always say, well, I wonder what we'll talk about tomorrow. And nowadays, it's not an issue because so much happens every day that we don't find it hard to find things to talk about. No, we don't. I mean, uh, the news is out there. It happens. And uh, it's a crazy world. As we get closer to uh, the uh, convoy, we got us a great big convoy rolling down the road. Rubber ducky. To- <laughs> Rubber Ducker, 10-4, good buddy. Uh, it's going down there to the border. And what's going to happen there, I haven't a clue. Who knows? You know, maybe these guys are all hauling flatbed trailers, and they're going to put them all together and make a big stage, and it's going to turn into a Trump rally with bands and everything. Ooh. Wow. It'll be interesting to see whether I wonder if President Trump is going to show up there or whether it's too dangerous. Uh, you know, he might be inclined to, but then again, I wouldn't because if all hell breaks loose, which the Democrats him? would hope, 
then then that would dot the I's and cross the T's for yep. their their story of insurrection. Here he is again. Uh, yes. So I would advise don't do it. Yep. Um, but you know, a big crowd. You know, even if it was uh, if it, the if if the shoe was on the other foot, and you know it was a Democrat thing, now, Biden wouldn't. I wonder if they're going to send down. You know, uh, Biden hasn't sent troops down to uh, tear the the barbed wire off, and hasn't well, sent the troops be a good down. Weekend to, to do it. And he, start. Yeah, he hasn't sent the troops down to confront the Texas National Guard. Might he do it this weekend when all those truckers are down there? Ooh, please, dear God! I hope this. Uh, I hope it's a, a a a quiet, peaceful rally, and everybody does what they have to do when they leave, and nobody gets hurt. But I'm afraid something uh, bad is going to happen. But we'll have to pay attention, all of us. Eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight is our number. Eight three three five three eight seven eight six eight. Jim at uh, Jim and Bill at mail.com, Jim and Bill at mail.com. And then, of course, too, we have the survey on uh, the acts. Do you think that we are headed into an American Civil War because of the border crisis, which we are inching closer and closer to? Yes or no? Mm-hmm. Uh, just go to uh, x.com uh, uh, and then it's uh, at Jim and Bill now. Right. So we're on the X, Jim and Bill now. You can do the survey and vote uh, in that. And, uh, you know, drop us a note there, too. Uh, the X account is brand new for us. We just put that together. We're not social media buffs. Uh, we, you know, we know we got a global footprint. We see it in the uh, analytics it's amazing. all the time. It's amazing. I don't, um, I don't, we have people all over the world who listen, and you got to wonder how they find us, you know? Oh, yeah, there's, uh, well, they must have, they must have, uh, Sessions of listening in Germany for some. Yeah, all mine here. Yeah, yeah, yeah they listen. Hey, to all, all the of time. our German listeners, guten, yeah, all... Mo- guten Morgen. Yes, uh... there you go. Yeah, you got that Uruguay and all over the place. So you know, and the, I mean, I'm not making it up. There's, you know, we see the list there, and I'm like, yeah, oh. you know, I Australia, mean, New Zealand, yeah, you know, Japan. Yeah. Holy smokes, European Union. You got uh, you got China and you got Russia. I mean. Probably it's Google word searches, you know, that you know, they, they, we mention a country. That's mm-hmm. what we ought to do. Boy, we could drive our listenership really crazy. Just mention all the, all the countries and uh, put it in there in the search word thing. Well, listen, uh, who knows? Uh, uh, enough, don't do that. enough of this. We could go on and on because the list is really long. Uh, tomorrow, we'll have a lot to talk about. Uh, and uh, we're approaching the weekend. When's the rally Saturday, Bill, down in, in uh, Texas? Saturday, yeah. So, wow. I, you know, watch the news, listen, listen to us, because something, they're not all going down there for, you know, uh, cookies and Kool-Aid. And uh, if they if they do offer Kool-Aid, especially from the don't Democrat drink side, it. don't drink it! <laughs> Ain't that the truth? Mm, anyway, don't drink the Kool-Aid. We've done it, my friends. Uh, I think we only have one thing left to do, Bill. Uh, and that would be <clears throat> me, 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 me. Hasta la vista, baby. We're out of here. This is CRN America. These days, when you want an answer about just about anything, you ask Alexa. You ask her about the weather. You ask her who won your favorite sporting event. You ask her to find a fact that you can't find anywhere. Well, we did that too. 
We asked her how many people have downloaded itsanotherday.com, and this is what she said. From acceleration.com, it has been downloaded as much as 260,433,467 times. I know, seems like a lot. Seems like a lot to us too. But it's Alexa. Thanks for making us a part of your day. And tell your friends about It's Another Day. Com. We could use an extra listener. I mean, what do you do when you only have 260 million? <laughs>